In today's episode, we have Sasha. She is a practitioner of spiritual coaching, archetypal psychology, sacred sexuality, energy healing, somatic art, and practical mysticism. Sasha, how are you? I am so good. So good to be here, Alejandra. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Thank you for taking the time to come on Gentle Touch. Sasha, tell me about your journey because I know your father's Colombian. Yes. Was you born in Bogota, but your mom is, is it of like Russian descent and yeah. Jewish, like mm -hmm. kind of like Jewish? Well, so Russian Jewish. So it's a mix. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and thank you. You have exactly, exactly what, what she said. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, I mean, I grew up all over the world, which is why I have so many I want to say just like so many different spiritual teachings and modalities infused in how I work because I've gotten to, to just explore and actually experience a lot of the teachings and a lot of religious traditions. And I'm very, very grateful because we're always talking about the same thing, right? And when we talk about sacred sexuality, we are still talking about the same thing. And that thing is how do you find the truth of who you are in this world and actualize it, right? This is all about who you are, who you get to embody in this world and how you get to really thrive expressing your fullness, right? Your full potential, your just, just full expression of life, right? Which is what sexual energy actually is. It's the fullest expression of life. So I know I, I just, I let, I let us here because I know that's where we're going, but that's exactly why I'm so passionate about talking about sexual energy and secret sexuality. My whole journey has been about reclaiming my identity, my, you know, my, my, my sovereignty, right? My body, my capacity to love who I really was and working with sexuality and sexual energy, which is not the same thing, but, you know, obviously it's related, um, has opened up like the, it's almost like the last frontier, you know, for me, I was like, Oh, this, Oh, this, this changes everything <laughs> really, you know, but everything has built to it. Right. So I don't want to tell anybody that they have to start working with sexual energy. You already are working with sexual energy. It's just that you might not know how you're working with it. And my job is to help you master it so that you can actually use it in the world in a way that creates what you want to experience and makes you feel extremely just, I want to say happy, but people misinterpret that word. So I'd say this, extremely satisfied, right? With your life and who you are and everything that you're doing. Yeah. Beautiful. How has your journey been? Because your, your light shines so bright, you're so confident, you're so bubbly, you speak your truth. And in the world we live in, there's... um. If, if we don't fight for it, people will try and dim us down. Um, they will try and give us ideas that may not align with our truth. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and again, this, this will come back to what I just said in terms of like all the roads kind of lead here, um, here being really owning, like you said, your truth, right? And, and people sometimes say, this is my truth. And it's not that they don't mean that but we often don't know, right, what our truth is. So like you said, there are so many projections, right? And we come into this world as babies, right, with very little concept of our identity. So we start taking on, right, all of these roles that we think, God bless our parents, God bless, our, you know, people that are around us, even if you had the most incredible childhood, right? And you're like, no, like my parents were there, they loved me, all the things. Like I had a really good childhood in, that, in the terms that, 
you know, I didn't experience physical abuse. I was not, you know, neglected in, in, you know, in the dramatic sense of the word. However, my journey at a very young age has brought me to a place of realizing, like, I'll just push you, push you in, in that space where I was eight years old. I was in Israel. You know, I just moved to Russia, to Russia, from Russia. And, you know, I'd been born in Colombia, then I moved to Russia. So I changed already, changed countries, changed identities, changed languages, right? Like everything culturally, I just felt like I was all over the place, but I was very young, right? And as children are, I was, oh, I'm exploring, right? The, the world is open. The world is my oyster. I'm making friends. And I was finding myself in this new country, Israel, where everything seemed very different from what I've experienced, obviously. But most importantly, this was the first time in my life, really, where, I mean, I'd experienced it before. Kids are not always nice to each other, obviously, right? I remember those moments. I'm sure you do too. Like, I want to play with you. No, I don't want to play with you, right? That. But in Israel, it was as if it was overnight, I went from being this bubbly, open, creative, you know, expressive human being to being basically planted in the middle of this classroom where I sat and I was this curious person. And I felt this, my curiosity was just pushed back with this rejection, right? It was like, I, like, I just felt this energy of you don't belong here. And that same day, I remember walking around the schoolyard and just kind of feeling my body like shrink, you know, and I could feel the kids behind me and they were saying, you know, something along the lines of, go back home. And I remember this just collapse. And so I talk a lot about collapse and opening and my teachers do too in sacred sexuality, in embodiment practices, our bodies tell the truth, right? So as I'm saying, your truth might be one thing in your head, but the truth, in, the truth might be something you don't even know, right? Because when we start hiding and protecting ourselves as I did that day, like I made a choice, right? It was an instinctive choice. I need to hide. I need to protect myself. I don't belong. And so most of us, I'm not going to say everyone, but most of us and Alejandra, you might, you might feel this the same way. There will be a point in time. It might not be this dramatic moment, but there will be a point in time where you choose to literally close your heart, close your gut, close your womb. If you're a woman, close your Hara area, if you're a man or if you're gender non-conforming, you still have that sexual center, right? So you're closing down the most vulnerable parts of you. And by the way, our sexual center is just on top of that root chakra. Sometimes we say, right, that place where it's literally your survival area, right? Like this is where we store every part of our feeling, emotion, experience that says, I'm safe. So if you don't feel safe, that's where those feelings go. Right. And so in that moment of closure at eight years old, I literally just like closed down my body and started protecting who I was. And the only way I knew how was to reject who I was. Right. Because I couldn't like pretend I had to choose. I'm going to be me or I'm going to be something that I think these, you know, people, accept, they would like, yeah, they would like, that would make me feel safe. Right. It's not about, I want to lie. Right. People don't want to lie. They don't want to betray themselves. They don't want to abandon themselves. They, they, in the moment of choice, right, I'm choosing not to be who I am, are choosing something that will make them survive, right? And that is not because they want to be hurt or hurt other people, but that will then, right, most likely manifest as patterns of self-neglect, 
right? Self-abuse for some people, right? At, at complete disembodiment, right? They don't know who they are in their body. They don't want to be in their body because it doesn't feel safe. Because when you're in your body, you have to face the truth. Like, I don't feel good right now. I don't feel safe. If you're five years old or eight years old, you don't know what to do with it, right? So you either run away or you close down or you start basically pretending that you're not who you are, which animals do this, right? This is what we call in psychology, these responses, right, to um, attack, right? Fawn, freeze, fight, flight. We know these, right? And so that's what, what I did. And so in that moment, I know now, right, what I did actually, although I was very young, right? I still was very much in touch with my sexuality. Obviously, I was in touch with my body, right? My, my sexual center was there. I literally shut down the lower part of my body, which is the part that holds survival, right? And so I like close my body down, close my heart down. And although I was still very much aware that I was there, right? I knew, and we all know there's a part of me that is so alive, full of potential, full of power, but it's not safe for me to be in my power. It's not safe for me to be in my power. So when we say somebody's in their truth, like you just reflected to me, and thank you for saying that, what you're actually saying is Sasha is in her power. Sasha knows who she is. Sasha expresses, reveals, lives as who she really is. Who you are equals your power, equals feeling actually safe to express it, right? And knowing who you are will help you, right? Then master the capacity to live in this world. And yes, sometimes you, you might not be safe, right? I'm not saying that every single situation where you're in your power means that you're just like, this is who I am. And this is where there are, again, there is a way to modulate your energy, master your energy so that if you are in a place where you do need to survive and run away, but at this point you're not eight, right? You're 20 or 30 or 40, you know how to protect your energy, right? Your sovereign being, you know how to say, no, this is fierce love. This is sacred sexuality too, right? It's like, I am a sovereign being in my energy. This is not loving. I'm not here for it, right? So setting healthy boundaries, right? Entering relationships from a place of fulfillment of self. I am full as myself and I yearn for you because you see the truth of me and I see the truth of you. And together we get to uplift, right? Each other's potential, each other's purpose, right? Each other's capacity to love. That's what sacred union is about. That's what sacred sexuality is about is learning who you really are through activating these energy centers in your body, opening, right? Opening your, your literally your body so that you can rewire your nervous system to then feel safe to actually reveal to you the parts of you that you have pushed down, closed down, been shamed for, which most likely also includes your sexuality for most people, right? Which also includes your creativity, which also includes your power because sexual energy is what creates life, obviously, right? <laughs> that So literally you saying, I'm not safe to be here means I'm shutting down my capacity to know who I am. I'm shutting down my creative power. I'm shutting down my sexual, right? Expression so that I don't feel that I am a basically a uh, prey for some people, right? They're, they start protecting their, their, their bodies that way as well, which is why there are so many people that, you know, find themselves in relationships. I was one of them. And this is part of my story where, again, you are trying to kind of get your power back, right? Feel that you're desired, that you're loved, that you're enough, that you're worthy. Basically, all of these things are the same, worthy, powerful, right? True. They're, it's, it's interchangeable. 
through relationships, right? Somebody tell me that I'm desired through the act of intimacy, right? Through the act of being actually, sorry, attention, attention. Exactly. It's getting attention, which then this is what you asked before we start recording. How do you not mistake power, right? And energy for phantom power and phantom energy. And so energy cannot be created, right? It can only be transformed. There is such a thing though as phantom energy. And so when we talk about addiction, any any form, all of us have some form of, I don't want to say addiction, but attachment. Let's just say that it could be food, it could be shopping, right? Scrolling on social media, it could be more heavy, yeah. right? But for most people, what that is, is they're trying to get basically energy from an outside source so that they feel that they're alive, right? So that there is a stimuli happening in the brain and the body that there is something in this world that is giving them that energy that they don't feel within themselves. And attention is one of those things we get attached to, right? I need attention from someone else to make sure that I feel worthy of who I am. And of course, the whole point of it is to bring you to a place where you realize that none of it works, right? It works in the fact that it doesn't. And then like drugs, right? They, they work because it they- It gives you work. the high. It gives you the high for a moment. So yeah. you say, for example, um, for the people that are millennials, you post a picture, you get 200, 5,000 likes, then you get a high and a buzz, but then that yes. comes down. Exactly. And it's all, again, it's all like what you just said. It's, it's a desire to feel like you are here. That's what it is. I'm here, right? I'm in this world. Look at me, like make me feel seen, right? And that's what sexual energy actually is. It helps you feel seen, right? It helps you feel expressed. It helps you feel that you belong in this world, that you have something to give, right? That you have something to offer. What we want isn't attention. We want the experience of being seen. Yes, of, of being witnessed in who we really are. And, and, and it sounds, you know, like, like this shallow thing, like I just want, I want to be seen. And, but it's not shallow. It's, it's a need, right? Your heart yearns to express what it came here to express, whether it's through your business, through your relationships, right? Basically through who you are, because you are here, right? And you want to live in this world. That's, that's the whole point of, again, finding out who you are isn't so much so that you can say, well, now that I know who I am, you know, I'm going to build this business, right? Or I'm going to do this. No, now that you know who you are, you actually realize what it is that you really want to express, right? What it is that you want to say, what your, tr your truth, going back to what your truth is actually here to offer this world. Like my truth is here to offer you the fact that I believe that living in alignment, right? In attunement with your intuitive self, which is your heart, right? Your open field of energy that reads the room that actually has the capacity for you to learn and understand and know exactly what to do, exactly where to go, right? And from that place, feel fulfilled, satisfied, worthy, powerful, right? So all of these things work together. When you work with sexual energy, you are working with your intuition, which isn't the same thing. Right. But they are extremely related because your intuition, again, is your energy source. Right. It's this um, like it's this channel of it's basically your nervous system <laughs> is in between the part of you that's in between your spine and the front of your body is like this intuitive channel, as we call it. And it literally moves right energy through your body so that your nervous system can read information that is beyond the quantum field. Right. So that it's like. Oh my goodness. I, I, I just know, right. Alejandra, I just know 
right now in this moment where you're sitting, you are experiencing the sense of excitement and focus. And I can tell you right now that, yes, I'm, I'm feeling this from you, that you are yearning for a relationship. Like you <gasps> deeply. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. What the hell? So, okay. So see. You're going to make me cry. Oh my day. Well, th- well, see, but that's okay. So what I just said, I made you cry because it's true, right? It's true. And a lot of people you're in for a relationship, right? It wasn't it was like, what's so a what? But for you, it's a big deal, right? Like it's a big deal. And for a lot of people, again, it's a big deal. But for you, it's, it's in the place of your heart where you start crying, right? It's a thing that you are committed to. It's a thing. Like it's not just having a relationship so that somebody can give you attention, right? It's finding a partner. It's being in union. It's expressing who you are through connection with another being, which I can feel in my body. My body's buzzing, right? So how could I know? I know that I could just read your energy and that's the primary force. How? How? But this, this is the work I do, right? So I'm an intuitive coach. I work with that kind of energy. Now everybody's intuitive, right? And it's not something that's like, I have been gifted this and nobody has it. No, but it is, it is a skill. It's a it's birthright, right? We are born with this source, but that is exactly why, you know, when you heard me talk about sacred sexuality, you wanted me to speak about how do you know that it's real energy and it's not phantom energy will literally disconnect you from your intuition, right? So wanting likes from Instagram will never come from a place in your body where you're like, I really want this, right? I know this is for me. This makes me feel alive. Like your intuitive self will tell you right now, looking at likes on Instagram is a waste of your time. What you really want to do, and it's not a blame or shame. It's just, it's a waste of your time. And you know that, but what you're looking for, right, is that feeling of fulfillment of being seen, right, of revealing who you are. So the intuitive self will tell you, well, in this moment, you are actually running away, right? You're scared to actually be with yourself and your heart and say, yes, this idea I have right now, to start a podcast, to post something very true and very powerful and vulnerable that I want to say to the world, this idea you have of asking someone out, right? This idea you have of literally saying no to a relationship and Xing out of it. That is the truth. I want you to pay attention to what you need to do right now so that in five minutes and 10 hours and three days, you actually manifest what you most want, right? But in this moment, this is what you need. It's not to scroll on Instagram. It's to leave a relationship, post post this incredibly vulnerable share, reach out to somebody, right? That you've been literally intuitively, right? You've been getting these ideas. I should talk to this person. How do we know these things? It's your intuition. Now, there is discernment. A lot of people are disconnected. Again, disconnection from your body, disconnection from your capacity to feel your power means most likely you could be, not saying you are, but you could be confused right? Some people say, I heard it from my heart. But if you're not actually embodied, right? What does embodiment mean? You're in your body and you're experiencing the world consciously with your nervous system, right? I'm here. I'm reading your energy. How did I know that? It was in my head. I literally like felt it. And then my head, this is how intuition works. I received it in my heart. Then it got dropped into my, my butt, my butt, my bum. No, my, my, my tummy, right? My gut, I like, I felt the energy and then my head literally started interpreting this information, right? So that I could explain what I was seeing, feeling, but I literally felt it. 
it, and I could have seen something, right? I could have heard something. There are different ways intuition talks to you. Everybody's language, right, is very unique to them. We call clairvoyance, right? Claire's audience, all of these clairs, right? Which means you're clearly seeing, clearly hearing, clearly experiencing, clearly just knowing certain things. But it doesn't matter. The point is your body will absolutely show you the truth of what you need to know of the person you're with right? Always in service, right? This is not, I'm trying to read your mind to manipulate you. Your intuition will not ever help you do that. It's always in your highest good, which means it will tell you things that your ego, hence discernment, hence phantom power, hence being fed with attention that's not real, that's not actually making you feel anything except that hit, like you said, or dopamine, the drug, literally coming into your head, right? And your ego is the part of you, it's not bad, right? But it's the part of you that isn't true. It's your identity in the world is I am this body, right? I am a woman of, I don't know, 37 years old. I am an entrepreneur. I'm this, I'm that, and that. I'm, I'm ashamed of myself, right? I don't feel worthy. The, the ego creates identities to make us survive. Again, helping us to survive. The thing about the ego mind, we say a lot about the ego, but we don't really know what it is, right? And there is more to say about it always. But what the most important thing is for everybody to know whether whether or not you believe in ego or not. I know you do, but it's the part of you that will always, always, always challenge right that intuitive knowing. Sometimes your ego is trying to do something and help you do something that you actually do need to do. Like get out of the, the, the forest, there is a snake, right? But most likely it's not your ego. It's your intuition and your ego is interpreting it. It's a threat. It's a physical threat. Let's get out. That's really its only use, right? It's, oh, let me get you to safety. 95% of the time, what it's doing is it's trying to make sure that you are safe from your own truth, (laughs) right? So literally your safety in the ego means let's keep you exactly where you were. That's what we know. It's safe to be bound, right? It's safe to be stuck. It's safe to be ashamed of yourself. It's It's shameful to be who you are, but it's safe. And it's safe to actually not know who you are, not know what you want and play out the game of trying to please everyone else because that's what we've always done. And since it's something we've always done, it feels safe because it's familiar and therefore it feels true. So this brings me back to the discernment. Something can feel true and not be true. And human beings have the capacity, like we actually have this gift, which is a curse (laughs) and a gift to know the truth and also think something entirely different and convince ourselves that that's the truth. So we to do something different. Yes. So I'm like, I am unworthy in the truth of your heart. If we do the work, if you work with me, it's not that I will tell you the truth. You will reveal the truth, which is, you know, you know, you know, your worth. There is no, there is absolutely no hesitation in the truth of your heart. When it's blocked, again, the energy is blocked, you're disembodied, disconnected. Your truth, quote unquote, becomes, I will never feel worthy until someone pays me, until somebody marries me, until somebody tells me I'm attractive, until I get 10,000 followers, until I make 10K a month, whatever, right? Until I graduate college with this degree, all the things, right? And every time it happens, it's it's an incredible opportunity. It's an invitation, right? That's the beauty of the ego. It's not bad. It's simply untrue right so its only point is to offer you the experience of how how incredibly 
hard it is to live a lie and suffer through it so that you can finally choose to say, no, this isn't true. I don't know what true is right now, right? Because I'm so confused, but this isn't true. And when you know when something isn't true, the opportunity to reveal the truth becomes available. And that's what most of us need. We need to actually first see what's not true and then reveal the truth. And once the truth, like you start crying, the, the truth will, it will never be confused. It, it will show you, your body will tell you, be like, oh. okay, stop playing. Yes, the ego is telling you yeah. something, but then it's like, when someone tells you what's what, like Sasha just pointed out, then you know, you know it's true because your body will tell you, you will express things in different ways, where it be like butterflies, where it be that gut feeling, where it be tears. Exactly, it's a response from your nervous system right? Because your body recognizes it's coming into alignment, right? Synchronicity. That's what it is. I'm seeing signs everywhere. What does that mean? It means you're aligned to actually pay attention to certain things that are showing you the right way. That's all. It's not that it's never been there. It's just that your attention wasn't there because you were not in resonance, right? With the truth. So by you, I mean your mind, right? It's all about where your attention goes and your attention comes Yes, from your mind, your capacity to say, I'm going to pay attention to this and not that, right? So I'm going to pay attention to my heart. I'm going to say to you, Alejandra, I know this. There is, there is an, a deep need, and I'll tell you this again. I'm going to say this with love. <laughs> I know I'm not go, your go coach. For it. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready. not your coach, but I want to say this with love. You, you will experience greater, right, greater fulfillment with a partner, even greater. I want to say just like this overwhelming feeling of like, yes, this is it. You know, that experience, if you give yourself the space right now to like fully allow your body and your heart to desire, to yearn, to long for this partner without doing anything about it. Simply. How? <laughs> without doing anything about it, simply your doing means you are being with the need you feel. So feeling the yearning is what will help you actually embody, right? And activate it. Just think of an animal, right? Like when they're mating, right? They, they, they start like expressing themselves in funny ways, right? So that they, they're like, oh, oh, you're available, right? We in, in the human world, right? We're, we're doing this all the time. Right, it's like I'm available or I'm not available or I'm closed down. I'm scared. Right, Sasha. Yeah. But it's like it's like being hungry and going to cook. Okay, so here's so what so, so what do you do? Do okay. you like fast or do you go on a vegan diet? Like no, what no, do I do? no, 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 no vegan diets. No, 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 no fat. No. So what I'm giving you here isn't so much like oh you can't be in a relationship. That's not what I'm saying, but. I'm saying to you to really clear, this is working on your intuitive self. This is your sexual energy. Mm -hmm. Really clear the channels in your body that help you feel, right, your power. Not just as a woman, right, as a being, as a creator. And I know you have a podcast. You have a lot of things going on, right? Helping yourself use this time where, yes, you're hungry, right, to fulfill this hunger. Not fully. You will never satisfy it fully, right? Right. But fulfill it to a place of, yes, I'm longing for a partner. I want to be met, right? I want to be seen. I want to be taken. I want to, and that's the feminine in you, right? That's, again, that's everybody has this part. You are a feminine being. I'm a feminine being. We have more of it than most people, right? It's just like, yes. And, and how can I offer this hunger 
right? Which is what it is. I am hungry for the world to see me. That's what it is. I am hungry for the masculine to take me, right? Like that's what it is. Sacred sexuality, that's what it is. Like sac sacred sexuality means the union of the feminine and the masculine within you. And then your wholeness coming to meet the wholeness of another being. So what I'm saying is for you to work on your inner union, the hunger is part of it. It's part of the equation. It's not bad. It's not to be like, okay, it's like I'm walking around and I'm hungry. And my mind is like, you're starving, you're starving, you're starving. And, I'm, and my body's like, yeah, I could eat, right? So your ego will make you, right, feel that you can't actually survive being on your own, being without this person who's going to feed you. And that's where most of us actually give up our power. So a little bit, coming back to my story, not too much, but just a little bit, I found myself in relationships where I literally would put myself in situations where I would depend on another person's words, right? To feel worthy of being who I was, right? And that included being in a relationship where I was physically, not, I want to say abused, but I literally felt scared because I knew that the emotional abuse could become physical, right? And again, this is two, two people tango, right? It takes two to tango. I was part of the equation. I chose to be there. Nobody, right, made me. However, because of my experience, I put myself in that position because I did not want to face my own desire, my own power, right? My yearning to be met in my fullness, in my fullest potential, because I hadn't met that me. I hadn't been with that me, right? I would jump from relationship to relationship to career to this to that. I would distract myself from actually being with the pain of, I don't know who I am. I don't know what I want. I feel that no one wants me and loves me and this hurts my heart and I don't want to feel it. So I'm going to numb myself out, right? So what I'm saying to you is being with this pain, with the hunger will actually reveal to you your power. It will actually show you the part of you that is right now shut down that has the energy we're talking about. Which I, I still don't get it, Sasha. I honestly don't. I'm, I'm just like, girl, I'm hungry. I want to like eat a Big Mac and you're telling me to work with it. And I'm just like, girl. No, 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 no. I'm not telling you to starve, right? But I'm telling you to learn to discern yeah. yearning, which is I want. And again, you are hungry. I'm not Between saying. Between the I want and the I need. Yes. Or I, or I desire. I desire is beautiful. I want, right? I yearn. I crave. And yes, there is a need, right? There is a need. And this is what I'm saying. The need is real. The need to be seen, right? To be witnessed, to be loved, to be met is absolutely is yours. It's true. It's in your heart. It's in mine. It's in every human being's heart. I need to be loved. But here's the thing. I need to be loved actually means I need to express how much I love so that that evokes the love that I need, right? And it's never going to come from anyone else. In that moment, it's going to come from you. Now, you will still want the Big Mac. You will still yearn to eat it and just bite into it. But what I'm saying is give yourself an uncomfortable amount of time. I'm not saying a year, right? But just, I, I don't know what an uncomfortable time for you is, but let's just say you're like, no, I need, I need somebody right now. I'm like, could you wait, could you wait a month? And I'm not saying if he comes, you say no, right? Like, oh, you're the one. No, but take it slow. Like take it. You don't have to rush things because you're starving or you don't have to rush things because you're hungry. You don't have to rush things because you desire it. You always desire and desire is a gift. 
but you actually mastering the desire, right? Knowing that the desire is a gift comes from a place of I need, right? I need to be met in my desire, right? I want to be seen in my desire, but I don't need you to make me feel whole, right? So the meeting, the meeting somebody has to come from a place of I want you, right? I need to be seen, but I don't need you to see me for me to feel how incredibly loving and already loved I am by myself, right? That's what the point of this, of this whole, I want to say, teaching is, is sacred sexuality is learning to literally cultivate the sexual energy in your body so that you can become magnetic, yes, to the person that is going to see and love all of you, right? And just evoke the best in you. But also, you will evoke that in the world because you will experience what it's like to feel your fullness including your shadows, right? Including the things that you feel ashamed of, including the things you're like not comfortable with and love all of it. From that place, you can say, I need you to see me right now, right now, see me right now. And that's what I was saying about animals. Like when you're ready and you like express it to the world, like I'm hungry for you, come and see me. If you fully tap into how much, how much you yearn to love yourself, and you give yourself the gift of just being with this, I don't know how to love myself. I don't know. I, I need a man. I need that. Ah, right. What do I need? Ah, that will reveal to you how, how you need to love yourself. It doesn't mean more baths. It doesn't mean more yoga. It might, right. But it's not that it's really owning the fact that you need to listen to who you are. You need to listen to your desires. You need to own your gifts, your creative gifts, and take action on them before you start putting the responsibility out someone else to make you feel loved, right? Because it's not anyone else's responsibility. However, it's a gift, right? So I'm gifting you, basically, the opportunity to love me. That's what it is, right? I'm gifting you the opportunity to love me because loving me is delicious, right? And that's, as you see, is not this hungry, like, I need you to love me. It's, I need you to see how beautiful I am because loving me is a gift to you. So here I am, <laughs> right? And, and somebody could say, well, I'm not here for it. And they, that's okay. And that's okay because in that moment, they literally are showing you, right? I am not here to love you in the way that you require this world to respond to you, right? That's what love is. It's a response, right? I love myself. Therefore, whatever anyone does or doesn't do to me, if it occurs to me that it's not in integrity with how I love myself, they've just said, I'm not here for it, right? It, it doesn't matter if they're trying to be nice, if they're trying to be, you know, I want to say like heroic, bringing love, whatever roses, if it's not meeting me in a way that I feel fully seen, right? Fully, fully, fully seen and, and feeling that I get to give my gift, yeah. which is being who I am. I'm not, I'm not going to feel, this is the key here, Alejandra. I'm not going to feel safe in that relationship because I'm going to feel like I still need to somehow conform, dim down, shut down, play into a role that they want me to play, which is why I'm saying take the time because a lot of us literally in the moment of meeting somebody who's like, I, I want to be with you, we throw away everything, right? That we have just created in our lives, in ourselves that make us feel sovereign and powerful and worthy so that this person would accept us. 
right? And it's often because we're so scared that if we're fully there, they're going to reject us. Story of me at eight years old, I felt rejected for who I was. I'm in a relationship. My partner is like, well, you know, I believe that, you know, if you, if you dress too sexy or whatever, right, you're going to attract too much attention. It's a silly example, right? But in that moment... Well, it's a valid example because it does happen. Like, I remember I was in a similar situation where I would wear, like, a long sleeve top and the back would be lacy. Yeah. And he would be like, no, it has to be a jacket. Like, why, why, why do you like wearing that? And it was always, like, an issue. It was always, like, a problem. Do you see? But this is why. Because in that moment, he was threatened right? That you somehow would attract someone or that you would leave him or he felt unworthy. Now that is, again, the work that he needs to do with himself. Because when, you, like I said, you come as a gift, I am a gift. The person that will come to be with you, if they don't feel that, right? If they're not seeing you as a gift, yeah. they won't, they won't want to be with you because you wearing a lacy back and, you know, just showing your radiance to the world. I mean, I know that your intention wasn't so that you would attract another guy. You just, you just enjoy being in your body, right? And that felt good to you. So from that place, anybody who really meets you in that, I love you, just, like I see you, you, all of you, I love you because I can see how much you love yourself, right? It's exciting. That comes from a place of dignity, self-esteem, self-worth power, right? A man like that or a woman like that, they can really see you and say, yes, more please. The world needs your gifts. That's love. But that can only happen, right? That person will only want to be with you if you really embody that, right? That's why there is a lot of, oh, well now I'm sovereign. I'm, you know, full of myself and da, da, da. And I don't want to be arrogant. It's not arrogant. What's arrogant is withholding your power, withholding your gifts, withholding your love. And so there is a difference, again, the discernment between I actually don't feel good wearing super sexy clothes, for example, it just doesn't resonate, whatever, right? Versus I'm going to close myself down, hide, make myself unattractive. A lot of people do this intentionally. Sometimes it's quote unquote unintentional, but they do it still. It's Let's just say it's unconscious, right? Putting on weight, right? Like I've experienced this. Like, I don't want to be seen. I don't want to be touched. When I was out of that relationship that was in a way abusive, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Let's just say, call it abusive. I literally shut down everything because like, I don't know who I am. I don't even know what I want. I'm attracting people who are not meeting me. I'm hungry. I'm hungry, but I can't live like this because I'm here for more. And this is never going to satisfy me. And I'm exhausted. So I actually put on a lot of weight, not a lot, but you know, I put on weight that I wasn't uncomfortable with. I closed down my sexual centers. I literally lost my desire because in that moment, what was safe for me was to go within and just be with everything, like all of my mess, right? And so what I needed to do is withdraw from the world. Now that was a survival mechanism. Is that a way to live in the world? No, but that's how I found, right? That part of me that was shut down. And then now- survival? Survivals, like I'm not safe to be who I am. Let's start here. Okay, so let's work with who am I? Where am I shutting down my power? Where am I shutting down my desire? Where am I holding myself back? Because I feel that somebody will reject me, betray me, attack me, right? Whatever that my mind still believes, but my body's literally shutting down and attracting people that aren't safe, right? So because I'm manifesting not feeling safe because I don't feel safe. Right. So all the time. And so I literally went on this journey 
which brought me to this work that I do now in a very powerful capacity where, yes, I became a coach. I started studying psychology and, you know, all of these modalities of healing. But truly what I was doing and what I'm still doing is I was desperately trying to figure out how is it that I was so connected to my, again, sexuality, and yet I felt completely disempowered, unworthy, and I felt as if I constantly was hungry for someone else to fill me my whole life because it felt unsafe to be with myself, to be who I was, right? So I was running away from myself and I was putting myself in positions where I would constantly feel that I needed validation so that I don't have to be with myself, right? We t- why do we numb out? We numb out because we don't want to be with what's actually present. What was present is I felt incredibly unworthy, right? I felt that I did not know what I was here for, what my purpose was. I felt that I was not wanted by this world. That was the, really the, the experience, but I wasn't present with it, right? So I wasn't actually aware of it. And I was constantly numbing out, choosing, again, partners, but it's not just that, right? It's shopping, it's moving, it's career, right? Let me focus on my career. I was an actor for a long time. Let me get validation that way, right? Like all of the things. However, this is what I'll say, in everything you do, there is a seed of truth, right? Like I'm, I'm an artist, I'm a coach, but I'm also an artist creative potential in me is so incredibly just like magical, but it was coming from shadow, right? I was trying to get validation as an actor versus now I express myself as a YouTuber, right? As a podcaster, I write blogs, I write poetry. It's part of my work, right? But now it's coming from a place of, I get to meet myself, express myself fully because I'm so in love with who I am, right? However, this dark, deep night of the soul that I literally went into and had to like be with the, I don't know, I, I'm scared of, I'm scared of myself. Like literally I'm scared of myself. That brought me to the discovery of, oh, what I really want, what I really want is to be so on fire with who I am that whoever gets to be with me becomes even more, right? Even more powerful just by being around me. And they ignite the spark in my heart to reveal even more of my power. That's the kind of partnership I want. And until it happens, I'm not settling for anything, right? But that includes how I work in my work, right? Who I choose to work is with clients, right? What, whoever, what, it's how you do one thing, how you do everything, right? So it's in every part of your life. When I discovered sacred sexuality and I realized that the part, the like the missing, the missing link, so to speak, in my mind, I was like, I don't get, I'm not, I can't put this together. It's not just mindset. It's not just intuition. There is more to this, right? But I, I never knew the concept, right, of, oh, it's the sexual energy literally in your gut, in your sexual organs that activates the flow of life through your body that then allows you to open up and become that intuitive channel that that can, you know, say to Alejandra, I can feel you want a partner that can then fuel your creativity to express what you want to the world, build a business, start a family, move across the world and, you know, start a new life, whatever that is, so that you can feel your power, which equals, I know what I am. Notice not who, what I am this power. Now, my identity can change, but this is what I am. And I live from this place, which means that if I don't feel connected to that capacity to create, to love, to receive, right? This is part of it, to receive love for who I really am, I'm not here for it. Like, I am not here for it. I will, and here's the thing some people's journeys are very different, right? Starkly different. And you know this, they don't have 
the capacity to choose, right? They don't have the capacity to say, well, I'm just going to leave now and I'm not going to. We do. You and I are having this conversation because we do. I imagine most people listening to this, whoever is listening to this also does, right? You most likely are in a place. You have a choice. You have a choice. You are, you are here and you have a choice because this is your destiny because you get to choose to say, I'm going to be free and I'm going to find out who I am and I'm going to connect to my yes, sexual power, not because I want to find a partner, but because I want to make this world into a place that I have left my mark and I know that I fulfilled my potential being who I was. I planted my seed. I revealed my gifts. And through that, yes, I created partnership, right? I created a family. I experienced amazing sex, like all of these things, but they are a result. Yeah, they're not the goal. They are the result of you living in that alignment and that connection. And, and that what comes with it, because sometimes we get so distracted by where it be the promotion, where it be the fancy car, where it be, and we kind of lose ourselves trying to get to this thing. And at the end, we don't feel fulfilled. Exactly. Well, exactly. Because your ego will never fulfill you. Whatever it promises you, it will never give you. Yeah. And like you said, likes on Instagram, again, it's not that you're shallow. It's just that the likes give you an experience of feeling fulfilled in that moment, right? Feeling worthy, feeling seen, feeling appreciated, feeling loved. That's phantom energy. It's not real. How you know? It doesn't last. It's gone. Just like, again, the high goals and then you're chasing the next high and then you're just like. Exactly. Which is why I'm saying take a moment before your next relationship. Not because. Sasha, I've been single like three. When did COVID start? Oh, like three years ago or four years. Yeah, yeah, I've been single for three, four years, but I needed to heal a lot. So now I'm in a place where I I, I feel a lot better. Yeah. You know? Well, okay. So this is my challenge to you. You, when you're ready, you are ready. I know you are just give yourself three. I'm telling you this, like, this is, I, I, this is intuitive information. I know, I don't know where it's coming from, but she literally, I'm hearing this very clearly. Take a month where you're saying I'm open, right? I'm here. I don't need, I don't need, I desire right? So I'm meeting my own need, right? I'm meeting my own need and meeting your own need means being with your desire, right? That's, that's what meets meeting your own need means. It's what is the truth? Be with the truth. The truth is you desire, right? And so I am in this desire, but I want you to be with the desire, right? And know that that's you actually out there in the world looking for a partner, literally, because it's like you're doing magic at home. And like, you know, like in the movies, you see like this small house and the witches are like working. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. There's like this magic swirling around. People are like, what is that? That's exactly what's going to happen around your body because your energy, right? Will emanate, will transmit this powerful message of, I am working on loving myself deeply and desiring for you to love me as I love myself. And I'm ready for you whenever you are. And that is magnetic, right? That is magnetic because it comes from a place of no demand, but the yearnest craving desire open, right? Open wish in your heart. That is a gift. And so it's like your heart is broken and you're offering, you're offering it as a gift. One of my teachers says this, like offer your pain as a gift, 
right? Like you're, oh, you're like, I, I want you. I've been single for so long. Where are you? Right? It's like, ah, so I'll give you an exercise. Everybody listening, you want to magnetize your partner. You want to feel worthy, regardless of whether you're looking for a relationship or not, or if you're in one, this will increase basically the love in your relationship because the love is there. Let's make no mistake. Even if the relationship is quote unquote abusive, love is always present. It's just that you're not right. You are not in resonance with it. You are not moving it through your body. Your partner probably isn't. You guys are blocked and blocking each other wound to wound, right? Like shadow to shadow, which is why shadow work is so important. Once you work through that, you can unleash the light. Again, the ego's job is to show you what's not true so you can reveal the truth. The shadow is this, 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 that. It's a manifestation of the ego. I'm unworthy. I have this unworthy shadow. Underneath it is this experience of, I'm radiant. I desire. I am magnetic, right? That, it's there. You know it's there. It's, a, it's like, a, you know, it's like a, basically if you're a guitar, right? It's a string and you're a guitar and you've never played it. So you got to tune it. So what I'm saying to you is do the magic, right? Tune your instrument even more, but from a place of I am offering my pain, my desire, my yearning, not as a demand, come and fill my need, but as an offering, as a gift, see my magic, smell it, feel it, know that I'm here, know who I am, know how powerful I am and come, come if you're ready for it, right? And so your homework, I'm just giving it to you, is to spend five minutes in the morning five minutes, all you're doing. And you're, it's as if pretend you're out there looking for, looking for a man, right? Like doing something about it. You are not looking for anyone. You are looking for that, right? That energy within yourself. And what you're doing is you are dancing, put on some sexy music, right? But not just like I'm out and about, but sexy in terms of like, it makes you feel this yearning, right? Like, Oh, where are you? Right. So it's like that. And imagine, right. That you are literally being witnessed by somebody you want, right? They're there, but you like, can't, you can't touch them. They're there, but you can't touch them. And so your movement, your intuitive movement from the gut, from the womb. Imagination from- always or actually doing it? No, no, no. You're doing it. You, this is why I'm saying like embodiment is not, you can't imagine embodiment. Of course okay. <laughs> you can picture it. Right. But this is why everything I do is always come back to the breath, the movement, Practice, practice, practice. Now, imagine it, see it, feel if it resonates. Feel it. Do it. Actually do it. And then do it. And do it in a way that makes you actually feel, right? Not just, I'm just going to go do it. It's like, I feel the desire. I am hungry. Sasha, this is bullshit, right? Like all, all of that, all of it, all of it, all of your feelings are valid. The story isn't, right? The story that I need a man is not. But the need to be seen is very real. It's just that you need to see yourself. And you need to offer that to the world and then he will see you, right? How do you get what you want? Well, you stop, you stop actively attaching yourself to what it's supposed to look like, right? And then that's what you get what you want. And you're like, I never thought I wanted it. It's even better than what I wanted. Yeah. Cause you don't really know what's in your highest good until it happens. And then you're like, I could have never imagined it. No, you couldn't. Cause your mind only imagines from the past. This has not happened yet. Right. So like, so five minutes woman. And you're like, I'm offering as a gift, my pain, my grief, my desire, my yearning, my frustration, all of me. Ah, that's, and just feel your body like this open channel. And then you go out in the world and you see what happens. Sasha, what music do you recommend today? What playlist? Oh yes. So I will. Okay. So do you have, uh, you have Spotify. Most people do. Um, so Spotify or YouTube, find Gabriel Roth. 
she so she was the creator of the four rhythms and some people know yeah it's like ecstatic creative non-linear dance i highly recommend for anybody who is again feeling the block right to their sexuality to their heart because it's it's our capacity to move intuitively that we all we don't have i was like tell me what to do and linear movement even yoga still linear masculine right you want no structure just like movement. So Gabrielle, Gabrielle, double L E Roth, R O T H. She has many, many, many playlists. She has passed now. She's not alive anymore, but her work is. And these tracks are many tracks. They are basically an open field of energy there. You'll just listen to the music. You'll be like, this is how my body wants to move. Right. And it will be very tantric, which means it will be very in the body. What tantra is all about. Again, there's misconceptions for myself too. It's again, your capacity to be present to your fullest experience, which means you have to be in your body, which means you're working with your sexual energy because your sexual energy means you're alive, right? And so the movement will help you activate the channels, open your body, feel safer, right? With this energy so that you can then literally transmit, you become a transmission, right? You're walking around and it's like you're, you have a sign that says, this is who I am. This is what I'm here for. I crave you, but I don't need you. I crave you if you're ready for me, right? That, that is sovereignty, right? That's queen lover, just warrior energy, right? All in one. I work with archetypes, so I have to bring these in, but it's literally, I'm a warrior, right? I'm not a victim. I'm a queen. I'm not a little girl, right? I'm not hiding. And I am absolutely in love with myself, right? I am not here to sell my worth to yeah. feel that I deserve love, which is the prostitute shadow, right? Which, which a lot, again. Which, which you have an episode on, yes. so people should go to the yes. podcast. Yes. Sasha, tell me about your podcast. Yes, yeah, so my podcast is called Being Brave because it's all about being brave, embracing your sexuality, being brave, <laughs> embracing your power. And like I said, my whole life, the theme of my life is I was scared to be who I am and I was very brave because I did everything to figure it out, right? I'm still doing it. And that includes starting the business, right? It includes becoming a coach. It includes doing this work and being like, I'm here for it. I'm going to talk about psychosexuality all day. I don't care, right? So now I get I get to choose it. I live in a country where I'm safe to do it. Let's make sure, right? I'm not- Where are you based? I'm in Canada right now. I'm what part? Um, Quebec. Quebec. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So again, very- fortunate in the way that I get to do this. So I actually have to, right? Like I don't say, well, I can't, I don't know. There's no excuses. You have no, a choice, no, you have no. free will. You're open to do it. No one's going to punish you. No one's no. going to look down on you. You have no, no, no. But like I said, as a young girl, I created a story that it will, right? The world will somehow punish me yeah. for who I was. And so the reclamation of my body, my, my power, who I was brought me to experiencing moments of my god i am really brave right i'm gonna honor that like this is huge and bravery doesn't mean i don't have fear i'm scared all day every day i was scared before this podcast y'all always i'm always scared i'm like what if i fail what if i say the wrong thing what if i say too much what if i da, 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 da. like it's the ego right it's like i'm not i don't i'm not gonna be loved right i'm gonna it's just telling you the truth it's never gonna go away now what's going to go away is your attachment to the fact that it's true I know it's not true. And every time it comes in, I know what to do with it. I know how to literally masterfully, masterfully, masterfully 
I want to say that masterfully unlock the shadow to see what I'm actually not seeing even more light, like talking to you today. I'm like, Oh, this is a great opportunity to say a little bit more about, you know, again, how sexual trauma and abuse, which again, I said, I experienced emotional abuse. That's what, that's what trauma in the body sometimes is, is I was physically emotionally abused. I store it as an experience in my body and then it closes down my body. A lot of people have that. They don't even remember. We carry so much. We don't even know. Right. But I wanted to say this to everybody. It's not your fault. Right. I did not know. I had to do the work. It took me a long time. It does not need to take a long time for you. There are things available. I'm literally here to tell you that this is why I do this work. Now, the fact that, right, you and I are talking about this and I'm telling you, I, I'm scared all the time every day. Bravery is the capacity to be with the fear. That's to, I am. I am. I still do it. I'm, I'm here and the fear is here, right? Like your desire is here. My fear. Yes. And the fear is fuel. It becomes fuel. Oh, if I'm scared, it means this is really like really important for me to do. Now, again, discernment, right? Real fear of there is a danger, get out versus, oh, my ego is terrified because I'm going to unleash more of my power and reveal more of my truth. And my heart is going to be exposed. And the ego is like, that's not safe, yeah. right? So yeah, that's fear for sure, because it's real for the ego. I know that's the only way I can actually feel the love that I want, right? I will be able to be here with you, reveal to you my heart, feel your heart, have this connection with you. And I know I'm saying, you know, a lot of different things that people might not necessarily understand, but just but know it, 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 like, it just takes time. It takes time to be on that level where you do understand. And it starts with baby steps. It starts with healing. It starts with shadow work. It starts with inner work. It starts with curiosity. Even if you don't know a term that Sasha may have said, you, you YouTube it, you Google it. Oh, I mean, there's you, so much. And even if it means just creating a brainstorm, start with what you have yes. and go through it. Sasha, what is your favorite book? Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> You're just like, oh. So, okay. So I'll have to say two. One is War and Peace. I know it's like huge Russian book that people are like, it's huge, huge, huge. It's, it's a story of love. That's why I love it. It's a story of love. And I'll tell you why. I'll give you right now the reason why that book is my favorite. There is a moment in that book, like, Forget the whole book. There's a moment in that book that describes a meeting between two lovers. And I was 17 when I read this. And this is why I was like, oh, this is what love is. Right? So we know the truth when we recognize, it. just like you started crying. I was crying when I read this and I was 17. I did not know right what love was, but I was yearning for it so much. Yeah. And I was reading this, literally this episode where these two lovers meet. So they were together and then they fell apart, blah, 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 shadow, wounding, all the things, right? They meet again. This time, though, the partner, the man, has just gone through war and has been injured critically, right? So he's like almost dying, yeah, and she is coming to help and support, and, you know, there's war happening. The last time they saw each other, everything was great and peace, right, and da-da-da. Now it's like urgency, chaos, mm -hmm. but that's what we need, right, sometimes to, like, see the most important things in our lives, right? That, that's what you realize when things go to hell. It's like, none of this matters. I don't care about this. Like, where is the person I love? Who am I? What do I, what do I want to create in this world before I die? Like literally, oh my God, what if you died today? Right? Let that question, which by the way is the masculine, if you died today, how could you die complete? Right? What do you need to do? It's most likely none of the things on your to-do list. None of them. Right? But it's the thing that you're like, I'll do it in, you know, three months from now. Like that is what that you, you want keep to do. delaying. Yeah. Yes. Literally, because oh, it'll always be there. Well, I, I have time. I I can I can figure yes. it out later. 
Yeah. And so ask yourself, right, what do you need to do today to die complete? Now, it might include some of the things on your to-do list. For example, I want to write a newsletter, right? I want to create a poem. I want to create a video, a podcast. Wonderful. But first and urgently, what do you need to do, right? And for everybody here, I'll say, start with how can you honor the need you have for love, right? And so that is what you need to do. So that when you die, you're like, I know what love was. I could feel it. I knew I gave it to myself. I know what it is. It's unmistakable, right? That's power. I know. I knew who I was. I can die. Really, right? And so that episode, they meet again and she's like crying, you know, and, you know, she's, she's, she's like overwhelmed with emotion because he's dying. And the description goes, he looked at her and he saw her face and it wasn't the, the face wasn't even ugly. It was distorted, right? Like that's like, she was, you know, the ugly crying is like, it's red and puffy. And, but the way that it was again, written, the word distorted, it didn't mean that, oh, he was like, oh, yep. You know, basically repelled by it or repulsed. No, he just, he saw that her, her face was contorted with pain, right? And with grief. And he looked at her and he said, I love you. I love you better than I ever could before. And that, I remember that moment of like, better than I ever could before. He saw her. For right? who she was. For yeah. Who she was. yeah. Yeah. He really saw her. It was no more projections of, oh, she did this and it hurt my feelings and we broke up and she did that. And I expect her to do this. And mm. all of it was gone. It was like, he just saw how much she like held her power, right? how much she was opening her heart to him, how much she loved him. And she didn't care what she looked like. She was just there. And he saw her. So when you let somebody, this is to, to our little exercise, really see you, really see you. What you're doing is you're giving them an opportunity to really love you. And that occurs to our nervous system as safety, as a gift, and as an invitation to love. It is safe for me to love you. You are letting me see all of you and you want me to love all of you. And I, I, I'm actually able to. I can see it all. So it literally uplifts my capacity to love. So I can love better. That's all. So I can love better. And I was like, oh, oh. And so it dawned on me in that moment, literally, I'm here because that's what I want. Like, really, that's what I want in my career, my relationship, in every part of my life. I want to love. That's all. And how that expresses itself, right, it's different. But then it occurred to me that what it means is I get to learn how to love better. Beautiful. And I literally, like I told you, I can feel the intuitive message. I heard that for me. I asked the universe, like, what am I, what am I doing? This is when I first started my business like 12 years ago. I was like, how, what am I doing? What, do I, what am I to do this? What do you want me to do? Right. It's like, and I literally heard a voice and it was not a voice voice. Right. But I heard this just clear, clear, clear indication of the fact that I was being held and guided by something that wasn't my mind. Right. And it was, you are here to learn how to love. And I was like, well, that's very helpful. (laughs) (laughs) How do I do that? Um, How do I do that? It's like, well, that's the whole point, my love. You're going to figure it out. But if that's your intention, you will. Beautiful. Right. Everything. So that's, that's it. So that's sacred sexuality. You learn to love better through your body. 
That's what I love doing. it. Sasha, girl, give me a chance to speak, girl. Sasha, what's your I'm favorite? Sorry, babe. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sasha, if you had a billboard on the side of the highway, what would it say? You're worthy. Oh, beautiful. Sasha, tell me about you. Tell me about your trainings. Tell me about your website. Tell me about your socials. How can we work with you? How, what do we say with, how does someone know they need to work with you? Does that make sense? Because sometimes it's like, I'm going through this, but I don't even know where I'm feeling. I'm a hot yeah. mess. I, I don't even know where to start. First, I'll say hot mess is great. If you know that, we're doing really well. Hot, <laughs> hot mess is part of the feminine and we got to own it. So I will say, and this is also to answer your for first question, which was how do you know the difference right between real energy and sexual, like real energy, sexual energy and phantom. Mm -hmm. If you feel that you can't be with yourself because it hurts so much. Yeah. Yes, you are running on phantom energy. Yes. And the hunger that I invite you to feel will activate the true desire, right? The true moment in your moment in your body to say, oh, there is a whole part of me that I am disconnected from. That's why, that's why I don't feel powerful and I don't feel the energy that I hold. It's like it's been shut down and closed, right? So how you know is if you are experiencing lack of libido, obviously, right? If you don't, or, and oh, oh, overactive, right? Desire for sexual connection, but never feeling fulfilled in it, right? So one extreme or the other, but basically if you're experiencing that you are not safe to be in your body, right? That you want to escape your body and that you feel any kind of shame or rejection about yourself, right? Including about your body, right? But about yourself, that you feel that, you are unworthy of love, that you need to validate yourself or prove yourself or become something that you're not, right? All of that is an indication that you're not actually using your sexual energy, that you're disconnected from it. If you feel any kind of, and again, a lot of us hold this belief, right? That trauma has to be this, it's going to be rape, right? Or incest or this, yes. And, a and so many women and men, right? Actually experience that. However, there is little T trauma, right? There is, there is the trauma of like when I was eight years old, right? I'm sure there's a lot, there's a lot more, but this one, right? And I, what we do is something happens to our little organism and we're like, it's not safe for me to be here. You lock it as a memory, you close down the channels and it's in your body. So it's in your body now. The story is no longer true, but the experiences. So if you feel any kind of, right, like literally unease in your body, and most likely in your gut, right, in your womb, in your sexual organs, if you feel uncomfortable to be with that, like literally bring your attention there and just see how do I feel about being with that part of my body? What comes up? If shame comes up, if fear comes up, if rejection comes up, disgust, yes, you are not, I don't want to say, I don't want to say that it means that you are not connected to your sexual energy. What it most likely means is that you're not fully in touch with it, right? Which absolutely manifests as disconnection. Because if you're in touch with it, you're in touch with it. From that place, what I'll say is you might be in touch with it, but if you feel overwhelmed, right? If you're like, I don't know how to modulate it, right? Like I'm like, I want everything and I, and I get, so there's where the mastery comes in. So you might benefit from, again, learning how to master it so that you're not attracting, right? people that aren't in alignment with you so that you don't, so you know how to discern. And so that you don't feel like you're constantly trying to, again, <laughs> like hold yourself back and like, you know, basically make yourself smaller because you're so much. 
right? That is also an indication that you need to work with it because it's here, but it's so wild that it will literally destroy everything on its path, right? We know that feeling. It's like, I'm so, I'm so, and you're like, you do nothing in the end. Everything is chaos. So it's either you're completely numb and you're trying to be this like good girl or good boy and da, 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 and you're completely disconnected like a robot, disembodied, or you're like a wildfire, always burning, but never actually creating, never birthing, right? Never being able to actually manifest and hold your power. So both are an indication, and you know energetically what that feels like. Both are an indication that you're not fully in touch with your sexuality, with your sexual energy, with your capacity to hold it and master it and actually, again, transmit it in a way that, yes, attracts, but also magnetizes, right? Brings to you, not just like- That's the goal. That's what we need to work on. Right, not just attract, but magnetize. It's a difference, right? I'm going to attract means like, I'm going to like- Attract it from the world. Magnetize means you're literally going to like like a magnet, right? It's gonna like it's gonna rise the earth, right, to find you. You just transmit, and it's gonna find you. You're not doing anything. You just are a magnet, right? And that's what we want. And from that place, you will know again what it is that's in your highest good. Your intuition will tell you. So, if you have a pattern of again disordered eating, relationships that aren't in alignment, right? Abusive relationships, history of trauma in the family careers that don't fulfill you constantly trying to, again, look different. Like it could be an obsession with exercise, right? Like diets, like all of the things that we basically put on to make ourselves feel worthy. If you find yourself doing anything that makes you feel that you need to be, become, or do something else to feel worthy, you most likely are not in touch, not embodied, and not actually allowing the sexual energy that you hold to move through you and actually help you feel everything that you want to feel by doing the things that you're doing now, but you will never hold on to. This is the, this is how you actually experience them and never lose them. Like I'm walking around like a walking, talking orgasm all day. I'm, I'm honest. Like, and this is beyond, this is not about me doing self-pleasure practice. That's because your energy shines so bright and, and it's <laughs> like, like you're walking and, and you have like all the like sparkles around you. Um, Yes. And I know you asked me where to find me. So I'm just going to quote quickly. I know. And Alejandra, I haven't not let you talk. I am deeply grateful. I will have to tell you that I just, I've never talked to anybody who has evoked that much of my desire to share this. And I feel like it's because you're so like open to relationship. And I'm like, girl, I just want to tell you all the things. And I just want to, um, but, and so people can find me on my website, sashalipsky.com. Instagram, Sasha Lipskaya, podcast is being brave. My YouTube, Sasha Lipskaya also. So I have a lot of videos and archetypes and yes, sexual energy. I'll be creating a lot more. So if you're looking for something specific on this topic and you're like, I don't even know where to start, let me know. I'll create videos. But obviously, like you said, Alejandro, there's so many, so many resources online. There are teachers of mine that I want to recommend right now. John Wineland, Sabrina Lynn, Carolyn Mice, uh, David Data. Again, there's so much if you are curious if you're open if you know okay i got a challenge not a problem nothing's wrong with you everything's right with you but i have a challenge and i want to really embody my truth and live in my power and express my potential let's go so how people can work with me is they can get in touch with me and we can discuss what's best for them you know i do retainers over one year i do six month programs they're basically mystery schools that i take you through to explore who you are what you want and what you're here to create so that you live your purpose. Do right? you do career change too? Yes. Yes. I got you. 
Nice. Sasha, I just wanted to say a great big massive thank you. Thank you for just being so open, for being you, for having so much sparkle around you, so much light. Thank you for like giving me the message because sometimes the world will always tell you whether you're ready to receive it or whether you just ignore it, but you will always receive the messages one way or another. So thank you for all the work that you do and for all the value you have brought to today's episode. Alejandra, thank you. And let me ask you, is there anything that you wanted to know the answer to that you didn't even get a chance to ask? <laughs> um, okay, so two questions. Sexual energy, when, when sometimes we... Um, sometimes when we're intimate with an individual and they dis they disload the energy onto us, leaving us with anxiety yeah. or panic attacks or yeah. crying and we process that energy. Yeah. Do we, is that a good thing that we let them into our being or do we need to put barriers up or what do we do? So there are, there, yes. So if you are taking on someone else's energy and you're letting it again, affect your nervous system, it is a sign. And this, answers your first question again that yes you might be disconnected right from your sexual energy because you're blended with their energy and you not just your sexual energy but your sovereign energy right you don't know the boundaries so you're coming into that melting right and you're taking on their stuff they're trying to manage their needs right trying to yes which we do as kids as well, right? So again, there could be a pattern of that survival mechanism yeah. in you, not everybody. If you're experiencing that you are left, right? Feeling that you have been emptied, right? That you, you literally, right? That you have been given something that you now need to manage that's not yours. And that, especially like you said, if there is a response in the body like crying or anxiety, or basically what that is, is it's an experience of trauma, right? Like something is not well. That's why you were crying. It's not the kind of crying that, you know, you're like, oh, this is true. I'm crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I recognize it. I feel you go. I feel it. That's difference, right? There's a difference. I, I am actually in pain and I'm crying because it hurts because I can feel this penetration from something else, not me, coming into my nervous system, my energy body, and literally like attacking me, right? Not because they're evil, right? They're not doing this because they're trying to hurt you, yeah. but they are not you know, in doing their work most likely. Right. So they're projecting on you and, or it could be gaslighting, right. It could be a lot of different ways that it actually happens, but it occurs to the nervous system in you as something has come in and literally taken, right. My energy and made me feel less than, right. Is that true? Is that fair to say yeah, like yeah, less yeah, than yeah. not as powerful, yeah. emptied and needy. Right. And basically feeling, I want to say, like untethered, right? Like not connected to my power, untethered. So in that moment, I would say what you need to work on is actually every single day, really cultivating your energy, right? Actually connecting to your body, knowing where your energy field is and learning to protect it, right? So eventually it will become second nature. It's not something you need to do all the time, right? But actually learning to create those boundaries energetically so that when somebody in your field starts coming in, you yeah. can feel it and you're like, oh no, that's not mine. And you have the capacity to say, no, right? That's creating boundaries from the masculine actually, right? That's again, you coming in and supporting your desire for love by saying, that's not loving. That's not loving, right? It will activate a shadow in me, my wound, your wound, that's not loving. I'm not here for it, no. 
right? And that's almost, I want to say it's like sacred rage sometimes. Like, no, now whatever is good for you cannot be bad for anyone else. They might not like it, which is a good thing, right? It's like, no, you don't get to do that anymore with me. And they actually need to hear it because you're teaching them how to love you well. Exactly. Because you know how to love you well, right? Your capacity to love well increases. So yes, it is absolutely a sign that you need to work on your energetic boundaries and also discern who you are attracting. Exactly. Because if you're doing that, it means that in a way for you, that's safe, that's normal, that's what you're used to. Yeah. So it will keep happening because yeah, that's yeah, your yeah. that's what you're experiencing in terms of like your regular love right experience. I have come a long way now, Sasha. That was in the past, oh. so we're doing really good. Yeah. And what was the second question? Well, good, but yes. Yeah. Um, oh, so a second question is um, that that sexual energy. How can we um, transmit that into projects? Yes. Into offerings. Into yeah. like creating that way that you can raise the vibration of the world. Yes. Okay. This is what it's all about. So this actually relates to the first question you asked. Beautiful. Because in, so in sacred sexuality, one of my teachers, David Data, he talks about three stages, right? Of, I want to say yoga, the yoga of sexuality, right? So the first stage is it's literally survival, right? Like, so what we talked about just now, like you actually connecting to your body and feeling safe in your power and sexuality from that place, boundaries, right? All of that. Like I'm a sovereign being, we start there, right? And what you asked here is important. However, we can't get there without this, right? So a lot of people, like spiritual people, myself included, I bypassed that, right? I was very spiritual. And how is it that I feel unworthy? What was going on? Completely disembodied, right? And again, we have a history of learning to meditate and doing all these things while completely removing ourselves from our bodies, right? So like we need to kind of reclaim the body, not even kind of, we need to reclaim the body in a big way. And that's again, the feminine path, being in the body, both and. So this this question that you asked now relates to the second and third stage. The second stage is, okay, now that I am sovereign and I'm here and I can meet my own needs, yeah, yeah okay, I can serve us, right? What you need and what I need right? From ourselves, from the world, from each other, let's co-create together, right? This is almost like a, it's a beautiful conversation, right? How can we serve each other? Beautiful. What you're asking is the third stage, which is how can we serve the world? So we might be me, right? Just me and me. How can I serve the world? So how can I, in the way that I relate to my body, my sexuality, my identity, everything, be a gift to the world? And that's actually why I gave you the practice in transmitting that. It's not just the man that'll be like, worthy of you, right? Everybody's born worthy. However, they need to behave in a certain way to be worthy of being with you. Yeah. So I often ask my clients, what do you need to do to be worthy of the partner that is worthy of you? You worthy of them, them worthy of you, right? That's what we're looking for. So basically what do you need to be worthy to be worthy of yourself? Now that's how you serve the world. When you are in touch with that energy and you know how to be in partnership, right? Not just with a man in like an intimate relationship, but in friendship, right? Collaborations. You can then actually tap into how can I use this experience? Again, the end goal isn't the experience, the end goal to serve the world. So my conversation with you right now, yes, I'm on your podcast. We're doing this thing. I'm serving you. You're serving me. But really it's what are we unleashing into the world? What am I activating in the world right now through my being, all your of voice, for your information, yes. for your experiences, for yes. your teachings, yes. Yes. So for your how, vibration. 
Exactly. You are a transmission, right, of energy. So in that moment of choosing, right, to do this work, this inner work isn't just so that you can get what you want. It's beautifully designed. Yes, you will as a result. But the actual point of your life, I believe, and the people that I work with, believe right that's it's not you getting what you want it's you offering this world what it wants from you and what it wants from you is actually what you want (laughs) so i want to be a coach i want to be a healer i want to be a podcaster i want to be you know a youtuber i want to offer this world sacred sexuality work through my gifts for example right and you asked me about my accreditations i have you know my many many modalities that i use people can find them on my website however the reason for all of that is so that I can show up with you today, throw it all out and say, none of that matters. It matters, but it doesn't, right? Because what matters is who I get to embody as a result of my training, exactly. of, practice, of who, my devotion to my Who you became in the process. Yes, but I've always been that, right? So it's who I reveal myself to be, right? It's having, again, the, the trust, the confidence, the self-worth, the self-esteem, and finally, the bravery to fully embody it because I know what it is now. Right. And if I don't know what something is, I can't really, right. I can't really articulate it. I can't embody it. I can't love it. You can only love what you know. You might not agree with the statement. So contemplate it. I like feel it. If I don't know something, I can't love it and not know with my mind, right? Know with my body. I know it. It's true. I love you. That's how you want to be with yourself. I know you. I love you. And that takes time. It takes time because. Because you have to break patterns of what you knew and what you accepted for what you thought was love or what it, you thought was a good partnership or what you thought was a good job or what you thought exactly, was a good family. Exactly. And break away from all those attachments to now learn to love and heal so you can accept the unknown and, and recognize it in a way where you can say, you know what, I love that now. Yes, everything is a gift. Everything, every shadow is a gift. Light is a gift, but shadow and light work together. So like you said, every part of you is a gift. Every part of you, I say, is sacred, right? So it's learning to see the sacred in everything, everything you lived, all of your, let's just say, conditioned beliefs because they reveal the truth, right? And it's like uninstalling an old programming, right? This this is off. It's full of viruses. I didn't install it. But now that I know it's here, it's not my fault, right? But it's my responsibility to uninstall it and actually, again, activate my natural programming, my natural self-worth, right? My capacity to transmit love and power. And that comes to your question of how do you use it in creative energy? Well, when you are that on fire about being who you are and you work with your intuition and you actually discern, right? Like what is true and what isn't? you start doing the work of, well, how do I live my purpose in this world by actually falling in love with myself in the process, right? So it's like, if I do anything in this world, whatever it is, it has to, it has to help me love myself more. If it doesn't, I'm not doing it. It's not that it's not going to be hard. It's hard. Like, I don't know how to do this yet. It might not even be fun, right? Like, oh, I don't want to write a newsletter. I don't want to do this. I don't want... But if I know why I'm doing it, right, my vision is I want to gift the world with my voice, with my power, with my gifts, with my presence, and this is how I need to do it. And my intuition is like, show up and do it. In that moment of doing the most mundane thing, right, the most technically overwhelming thing or whatever it is, scary thing, showing up on a podcast, doing a live, right? For me, might not be scary because I've done it for so long and I'm an actor. For some people, this is like the scariest thing ever for a reason. When you do that, 
from that place of this helps me truly, truly reveal my power to the world. And the world wants me. It wants to taste my power. The world wants to receive my gifts. I must show up and give my gifts. From that place, whatever you do becomes an expression of self-love. So to answer your question, how you use your sexual energy is you see anything you do as an expression of self-love. So if it doesn't occur to your nervous system as love, if you feel constricted, if you feel stuck, yeah, it's actually not laziness. It's not that, there, again, there is work to be done to discern, right? Because your ego is going to be, oh, it's because it's, it's not aligned. But truly, it's because you're just scared, right? You're scared to be seen. And I'm like, oh, I'm not going to go on the podcast. It's not aligned. It's like, no, it's just that you're scared to reveal your worth and your truth. And that's okay. There's work to be done. You're seeing the shadow. Great, great, great. But make no mistake, that would have been, if you do it, and it could still be an act of love for yourself because you get to let the world love you back to your partner, right? I am letting you love me because I love me. That's what you're doing in your business. That's what you're doing with your podcast. I'm letting the world see and love me as I love myself because it's a gift to the world. And that's what I want to feel. I want to feel myself as the gift to the world. And I want to feel that the world is receiving my gifts right? That's what love feels like. It's like my gifts are being received and I get to gift and holy shit, do I get to discover who I am? Like in the process of doing it without trying, right? Just being who I am. It's like, oh, there's more of me. There's more of me. There's, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, oh, I, this is an interesting shadow. I don't know about that one. Okay, cool. Well, what's the gift, right? So everything becomes an act of creation. It's like, I've been given all these tools, all these things. Some of them are really dark, dark and murky and ugly and good, good. How can I reveal what the gift is? What literally the instrument that I need to learn is? What the modality that I need to start doing in my, whatever, in my work? And what this, literally what this means about what the world is asking from me. It's like, you, you do this, girl. This is what I want from you. Are you going to show up and do it? And you're like, me? You, you. You, will you say yes or no? That's choosing your destiny over your fate, right? And that is an act of unconditional self-love. Like I'm choosing to live my destiny. So yes, how you fuel it though, specifically, technically, there are many practices that I use with myself, my clients, people can find some on my YouTube channel, but also just know that what I said in the very beginning, just being in your body, like being with the truth of yeah, you being yeah, in yeah. your body will reveal to you what wants to come out, right? And that is how you start activating that energy and then putting it into everything you do, right? So literally, how can I gift the world with who I am? Well, how do I feel right now? How can I use that as a gift to the world? That's it, which includes sometimes I'm a hot mess, because you sharing that, Alejandra, let me tell you, it's a gift. Because some people will be listening to be like, oh, yeah, she's got it all together. Oh, yeah, she's over it. Okay, she's done her shadow work. And then you say, you know, I'm still, like today, I'm a little bit of a hot mess. And I love it. And I own it because I'm working with it, right? I'm going to move it and through and through it, I'm going to find my power. And it's going to inspire someone to say, oh, I'm not broken. Nothing is wrong with me. My, my life is not a mess. This is literally creative chaos. And I need to do the work to discover the gift. So you sharing that has just become an invitation to someone else to step into their power. You just gifted the world. Oh, right? that's so beautiful. Thank you so much. You're amazing. I'm, I'm so glad we were able to connect and, and create this beautiful 
just just this beautiful way of being in the sense that like people can learn and reflect on it and work on it as well yes thank you and thank you for listening to me thank you for listen i took your sign to like you just drive the conversation like girl you, <laughs> you went all in she was like Whoa. i was like girl can't even keep up like i'm running behind you do you do conferences yes yeah so i'm a speaker as well so absolutely will you ever come to london <gasps> girl i would listen if you have events there that are happening that i would be a good fit for i'll reach out and i'll come of course i was oh my god we need to talk. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll keep an eye out. Yeah. I'd yeah, love yeah. to see you in person. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Alejandro, for being you, for being such a light to this world, for being so open to receive, for holding such a beautiful space. Because I wouldn't have shown up like I did had I not intuitively felt that it was welcome, mm. it was wanted, and also that it served. So thank you. It just thank shows you. how aligned you are. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes it doesn't work. Like I bring people on and it's like, I can't, I can't like it just, yeah. You know. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Sasha. Um, thank you. Thank you, Alejandra. I will talk to you very soon. Thank you everyone for listening. And remember, you are worthy. Do I the love work. that. Yeah.